In a podcast where we explore other universes, what about the universes that you hear from us right now? The universe of ourselves. Today, the podcast explores the universe of the TU Core Group. This is Truly Universal. Oh, dude, what's my what's the tagline I begin with? Um, welcome to it's Truly your boy. Universal. No, no, that's not oh, it. It's your boy, Reds. <laughs> welcome to Truly Universal, the podcast where we discuss all things Catholic in another universe. And so today, as Ian introduced on the podcast, we are exploring the universe of ourselves, and it could be a scary place to go into. But today, I'm joined by the original core team of truly universal we have ian what up meg this is where you say what, what up <laughs> mark and matt take a shot what's up everybody <laughs> hi <laughs> don't don't no so we we do not have a universe specifically to discuss but we have a bunch of questions thank you to our listeners that submitted on social media we're going to go over some of those questions and uh some of our own that we've been getting off the cuff so it's going to be pretty open pretty relaxed roundtable discussion i think we're going to do this kind of every once in a while as uh school starts and work starts up again for a couple of folks and studying but we want to get us together so the first question is i'm going to send this over to mark if he remembers but where did the idea for truly universal come from? I think Matt and I will, will take care of this one. So um, among our friends who are like a bunch of like people who grew up in like ministry and stuff, we would just have times where we're just like are hanging out, like having these random discussions. And then we would come up with these crazy scenarios. Like if there was a zombie apocalypse, is it ethical for me to like uh, shoot the zombie who's trying to kill me? Stuff like that. And this was also around the time where we were watching Drunk History. So we also <laughs> were thinking like, could we do like a drunk theology version of this? And, <laughs> and like come up with these like super crazy scenarios of like, how do you apply faith to this and this? And then we started to realize we could do much more fun with this if we try to apply it to like fictional universes. Yeah, I believe that the idea for the pilot of Truly Universal came from like, there's a memory that I have of like me, my brother, Renz, and I think Father Arish is there. I don't know who else was there, but those are the people I remember that were there. And we were asking like questions oh, like okay. that my brother was <laughs> like, is it ethical to shoot a zombie in the head? If I get bit, is it ethical to 
off myself if to prevent myself from hurting other people. And then we were having these discussions, like it was like super late at night, maybe like two or three in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like it was just like a memory in the past that kind of just like faded away. And then I don't know, me and my brother were discussing like we wanted to do something like a Catholic podcast. And we were discussing like the idea that a lot of Catholic podcasts either kind of tackle one of the two things. They either tackle like current events current events or or just strictly like theology and stuff like that and this came around the same time that rents was kind of like talking about the uh inception of uh urban picks and sort of like the mission of like uh bringing kind of like evangelization through sort of like modern and different means like different means that are relatable and like ways that help young adults kind of like not only kind of like bridge the gap between like their personal lives and their faith, but also to find people like other young adults of like similar interests and stuff. So the idea that we kind of honed on from that memory and from the, yes, yes, was the idea of like putting together, like creating a Catholic podcast that kind of allowed us to kind of dive into like film and fiction and television, comics, stuff like that. And especially during the style, like we created this before like the pandemic period, but the majority of the episodes, yeah, majority of our episodes now have been recorded in the pandemic, but it's also interesting because it's like during this time, a lot of us have just kind of been binging shows because there's not a whole lot you can do out. So it's been a kind of fun to like reminisce and, you know, like feel nostalgic towards like a bunch of these like shows that we like and films that we like. Yeah, definitely. I think well, one of the test pilot names we had for it was a uh, sober intoxication, a playoff of Canto La Mesa's, uh, the, the papal preacher's book. That one it was still drunk theology. Yeah. But we sits involved. But if if you want to bring that version back, uh, viewers, if you know, feel free to share. The more we get, the more uh, interest we have. Maybe we'll bring back kind of the roots of that <laughs> drinking theology. That be a, a YouTube channel, drunk theology. Yeah. <laughs> I think also, like, I guess I could also talk about the name is, like, the Catholic Church is called the Universal Church. And then we kind of paired that with the idea that, you know, like, when people, like, talk about fandoms today, they like to think of it as just, like, multiverse theory or, like, everything kind of, like, every fiction can exist in its own kind of universe and everything can kind of exist together. So we thought, okay, if the church is universal, then why not extend it out to all of those fictional <laughs> universes and see how kind of like philosophy and theology kind of work there. Exactly. exactly. And that became our mission statement was like, again, how can we live Catholicism in these worlds that are super crazy? Thank you, Matt and Mark, for that uh, history by Truly Universal. Ian, a quick question for you is in these multi-universal you know, explorations, what has been your favorite episode to listen to so not to be a part of but what's your favorite episode that you had that you listened to so it is so it has to not have me in it is that what it is oh, actually you know what by extension of if you were in it you were listening so yes yeah, so what was your favorite are we changing the rules like Father yeah, yeah. Raj does? No, I, I really do like i really did like the uh the uh, the superhero one the Thor Thor was bit by lightning. <laughs> the, one that of the was, best great titles. name, but like the the chemistry was good. It was just fun to be able to talk with some old uh, some some old friends from Be the Straw Ministries. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> BTS. Yeah, so I mean, it was really 
it was it was a lot of laughter. It was fantastic. I I loved uh, and really going into the themes and I know we have to have another kind of thing into that kind of world. Yeah, we have yeah. to. I- Please. I was, yeah, in preparation for this, I was listening to a lot of the podcasts, and yeah, Maggie did an amazing job kind of corralling the the mind share and, and bring that in. So I it think it had we to are... be corralled too. It was, <laughs> it had to be <laughs> corralled. <laughs> it was so good. So good. It and, was uh... like normal conversations the four of us have just recorded. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and you can tell. It was a fun you can time. tell. So yeah, so we're definitely gonna bring back uh, Meg, JP, Ian, and Father Raj for for a superhero one. There's just so much going on, especially with the the launch of Avenger Headquarters in Disneyland. If it gets out of this pandemic mode, I think that's that's coming out. So, so. we do an episode where we visit. Just kidding. When the pandemic that... ever can go anywhere, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be tight. So so pass it on. Okay, speaking of which, so pass it on to Meg. What's been your favorite episode? Uh. I really like the time travel one. Um, yes. What did we title it? God saves. God saves all the timelines. God saves all the timelines. And Thomas Aquinas and the artificial in- intelligence robot. Is it artificial? Robot, yeah. That one was, those two were like my, probably like my favorite still. I, I mean, when people ask me like, oh, which one should I watch? I'm like, obviously the superhero one first. But then I'm like, if you're a real nerd, those two, those ones are good ones. Not that, and also I was like kind of turned during both of those, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, one more time for our viewers. What, what was that? <laughs> I was, it, I was coming in hot from some happy hours. She was so, way. she was, she was reading Cantalamessa. Pre pandemic, pre pandemic. Yeah. As Mark said, we were living the, the roots of the sober intoxication. Cantalamessa. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. So my favorite, like, analogy or metaphor was when we talked about, like, multi-universes and we had, like, Matt. I imagined, like, the many Matts and does Matt is Matt. Oh, yes. <laughs> Which Matt is saved? Oh, or is it a collection of all Matts? Like a score? And Do I get to go like, and meet the alternate versions of Matt? <laughs> or does one Matt get to go to heaven? The other one go get down forever or something like that? <laughs> it's like Rick and Morty, like evil Rick and Morty versus regular chaotic good rick and morty another show we could definitely do oh yes i I believe that we can do rick and morty or nega scott and regular scott (laughs) let's just talk about that rick and morty episode where they go to that that planet where the women just use men for breeding (laughs) what (laughs) that's like that there's a scene in boy meets world where like topanga describes the exact same thing (laughs) i remember that yeah the writers in rick and morty were inspired by probably (laughs) So I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this on to the pretty girl. There's you can go ahead and divvy it up as however you want. But uh, same question is, what's your favorite episode? And do you guys have a favorite moment from one of the shows? I would say one of my favorite episodes was Inception, just because we're diving into the dream world, and then we just had like such great chemistry with um with Alexa Berganza. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Siri, actually, Siri. Oh Siri! (laughs) Yes, Siri decided to to join the party too. But it was just so fun, just talking about like diving into different dream worlds, and then our friend JP, who has strong opinions about that movie, just goes Ah, in the wild card, the wild card, the hot takes, the hot (laughs) takes. Yeah, and I liked. 
Uh, yeah, I remember we got into a good conversation about video games too, and like the morality of what you can do in a dream world and video games. And it got it got pretty hot and heavy. I I caught myself because I listened to it again. I was like, oh no, am I one of those people that think video games lead to violence? I've despised those people my whole life as a video gamer. How did that happen? And now look where you are. I know it was. It was we, good. we stand growth here. Yeah, we stand. <laughs> Normalize uh, changing your opinion when given new information. <laughs> amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hashtag retweet. Uh, what about you, Matt? Favorite episode or favorite moment? It's hard because, like, the ones I would have said were the same ones that Meg picked. So oh, to not uh, repeat, I think uh, another one of my favorite episodes is actually uh, the Full Metal Alchemist episode. Mainly because yes. of the subject matter and the kind of discussion that comes from the subject matter, because like Full Metal Alchemist is very much like a large theme of it is like closing yourself off to only one kind of perspective in life is very kind of like rigid and stale. And well, I just quoted Avatar instead of <laughs> <laughs> no, but like being that single minded, like it's very hard to kind of like reach that kind of like wisdom and like spiritual growth, whereas like seeking knowledge from a lot of different things, whether it be philosophical, theological, uh, scientific, you know, like these are all kinds of things that we need to kind of gain a better understanding of ourselves, of our world and our relationships with one another. And I find it just like super interesting that that show kind of encapsulates a lot of what the show is about, like truly universal is about, because we also kind of connect like even these fictional shows to like, what can we learn by watching and reading fiction. Yeah. Also, I yeah. think we broke the does it have a soul question there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I remember yeah, that. It wasn't sang... broken in Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we sang Rent to that. I think that's what it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. I, I think the vibe off of that, Matt, my favorite episode uh, was Avatar, uh, Last Airbender. Uh they're all really good for me, but I think in the same sense that when we were, you know, talking about Avatar, I noticed something that one, when you have a good piece of media and a good universe and a good story and good character development, people gravitate towards it. And it's cross generations. I think the funny joke was like, we had someone between Ethan on the lower end of the spectrum and then Ian, you know, on the the higher (laughs) age end of the spectrum. It's like, but uh, you know, just that idea, like good media, good stories, all those type of things can really help illuminate some of the best and even the worst of what we can experience. And it can teach us a lot. And Avatar was was so good because it, the Netflix show literally came out like during the pandemic, uh, or the re- not came out, but they re released it, and it was awesome to binge it with my now wife and then and talk about all these things. So so yeah, it was good. So, Shout out to our latest fan, Hamachi. Oh yeah, <laughs> Hamachi. Oh, that should be like is that going to be the truly universal uh, mascot? Mascot, Hamachi. Yeah, you could be the... <laughs> You can follow him on Hamachi Donfury on uh, Instagram. <laughs> so, all right. So the we're going to go to some user-submitted questions. And this one is going to go out to, to anyone, but, you know, <laughs> I think it's a pretty short question. When are y'all doing another Disney movie? And that's uh, from Kyle Isaiah. So what would Ooh. be the next movie that we would do, Disney? Oh, shout outs. Okay, real quick to, about Kyle. I think this is the same Kyle, right? That, yes. that was yes. part of Zootopia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. The one who wants to be a gangster polar bear. And <laughs> I learned I learned about Arctic shrews in that episode. That was yes. amazing. Yes. Yes. Um, I think we all did. 
but but shout outs to Kyle. I just I just really liked the pace that he brought. It's like one moment he's talking about redlining and you know racial divide, and then next moment he's like, yeah, I want to be a gangster, paddle polar bear, and it's like <laughs> good chemistry. So good job to that crew for for tackling a tough you know aspect right now, especially with with what's going on. So, but the question is that Kyle presented is when are y'all doing a Disney movie? So what what would be a good Disney movie to do next? I think the ones we were looking at doing. Oh, sorry, Hamachi Don Furry, uh, Hamachi Don Furry on Instagram. Um, <laughs> nibbled at my toe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've we've been talking about doing uh, Disney villains. Uh, also, continuing on the topic of feminine genius. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll get the the crew back together again and see where the confirmation or confirmation uh conversation goes <laughs> it's uh it's two it's it's like three sanguines like people who are like extroverted and like go off the rails and then me who's like super virgo introvert like i need structure <laughs> so. so you said a lot of words and i didn't understand sanguine like a penguin like, it's like a it's like a personality temperament type and gotcha gotcha it just gotcha. means that they're they, they're just like free-flowing thoughts all all the way got it got it well, if yeah, it was our pure box. conversation the recording would be five hours so oh my god i don't think i don't think Ethan would appreciate that would be that. a mini series <laughs> yeah that'd be a spin-off. i feel like we, we if we just purely recorded our just straight conversation it would just be five hours generally yeah <laughs> pretty much going. might That's as well good. have a twitch stream at that point oh yeah, yeah if we speaking get enough... of twitch stream <laughs> if, you know if we get I'm enough listeners very, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a twitch stream of the dog oh that'd dude be people cool. would watch that oh, it'd be very interesting people would watch you play games using the ddr pad where he just Today walks he all over chasing it chasing around a cube of ice <laughs> oh nice content if we ever hit it a, like a lull in like you viewers or content we're just gonna put amachi on there the universe of amachi <laughs> <laughs> just we'll just do commentary on yep. what we think he's talking about because i do that all the time yes we'll and have a voiceover <laughs> i think i think also the what was the movie it was coco maybe we might looking at coco oh yeah yeah or, uh, as a, a collab with fam and fed maybe fandom and fed fandom and, and fed, fed. This is truly a fandom and fed. <laughs> I've been truly fed, <laughs> dude. That would be tight, and then we combine and then we like could have, the... uh, we could have food. Tamales. You, our listeners, you're truly fam. Oh, truly oh, fam. I am. <laughs> all, all our listeners that listen to both Truly Universal and Fam and Fed, you're truly fam. Yes. You're truly fam. You're truly fam. So this is a good transition because we talked about intros. What is everyone's favorite? intro like cold was it cold opening or whatever uh in all our episodes what's uh, hamilton fantastic hamilton was good so good what's so Mind fun use. about that is because i just we have our own like uh text group for uh planning true universal episodes and like i just made like maybe like four bars on the text group like of what an intro could be like and my brother's like no nah, no nah, you gotta just like write a whole intro <laughs> like, <laughs> i was just like really you're just like you really think i should and you're just like no nah, you should and it was like monday and we were recording wednesday so i basically wrote like like Hamilton running out of time. <laughs> like my right, right, like running out right of time. 20 bars to an instrumental. Right, and but so good. Hands down. And for really those good. that don't know, we all have full-time jobs on top of this. So, yep. oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, thank definitely. you for your dedication, Matt. <laughs> yes. So 
the my next favorite is actually the good place intro it's oh, yeah. so mm-hmm. funny like mm-hmm. <laughs> mark i just love your voice and your charisma i, I just pulled it. out my inner ted dancing <laughs> <laughs> and this is the first line like if people didn't understand good place uh it'd be like you our listeners are dead I'm like, Whoa, what did I- <laughs> no is that, is that okay. are you threatening me yeah. are we gonna get flagged crap <laughs> oh no so good so good ian did you have any favorite favorite intros besides hamilton i, uh, place? I, I actually can't think of any well you've done like a majority of them so your voice yeah has but, been but here's the thing like i'll do them and then I, they just leave my mind like oh, okay. it's like so when i learn a new thing it pushes an old thing out of my mind like, I thought you were gonna say they're all your children, you know, and you love them. They are, equally, I but can't, how can I choose one child? Out of, I, out of the ones <laughs> Ian, out of the ones Ian did, he was the most enthusiastic in the FMA one, the Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, one. that one was good. That one was really good. Yep. yep. <laughs> I think I kept Something. making mistakes too. I was like, I, I was like this is <laughs> again. Oh yeah, that took us like five tries. Yeah. Like, it's okay, Ian. Just take a breath. Just take a breath. You can do this. Well, there was one that used the word megalomaniacal or something. There was something that, like, like I, was talk- I was talking to some people. They were like, man, truly universal makes me, I have to, like, look at the dictionary sometimes. I got to, like, <laughs> expanding my, my vocabulary. Like, wow. This is the universe. Yeah. It's a wild I world. See. Like, every time we use the word anthropomorphic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, Dave and Jorge from uh, Average Nerd Podcast. Shout out Average Nerd Podcast. We're, we're gonna do another collab with them. Yeah, yeah, we're recording part two of the D and D sesh today. That's, this that's is a- truly average. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> <laughs> this is Dude. an average universe. <laughs> Such a good tagline. We need to get merch. We need to get merch. <laughs> yes. Like, comment, and tell us if you want merch. We maybe we we may be working on some things. I'm working with the Truly Babies on some stuff. Which reminds me, patreon.com slash, what is it, Mark? Urban Picks. Patreon.com slash Urban Picks. That's patreon.com slash Urban Picks. U-R-B-A-N-P-Y-X. That's U-R-B-A-N-P-Y-X. Hit it to the commercial break. you're telling me you are a B-N. I'm a band picks? To the A-N. Rance, if you could go a little detail about what I just went over. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we I, we literally are launching a Patreon. I, I say literally a lot. I need to stop saying literally because that I lose the meaning of the word. We are figuratively. <laughs> we are metaphorically. We might be. <laughs> good, good. So right before the call, Mark just told us, "Hey, we have a I Patreon. A Patreon <laughs> but we have no content. We have nothing. So between now, this live recording, and when this episode comes out, hopefully we can we can put something out there. And, right, and truly, maybe. I, I right? don't. I truly don't understand what a Patreon is because every time we talk about it, it's just like random things. It's like when uh, Dylan Francis had like his random things that he would sell, like twenty five thousand dollars, and I'll show up to your birthday party or something random, like. Like, I'll send you a cheese sandwich for, like, 50 bucks. Like, I don't know. Like, that's what I considered a Patreon, so I don't truly understand what a Patreon is. <laughs> I think, yes, that is one aspect Random of Patreon. Content. Yeah, if you are highest tier, we'll send Mark to your house. And what? You. Me? Not in pandemic. Not in pandemic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, you, it's just an exchange of goods and services. Like Yes. If, if you want yes. to support, it's like a GoFundMe, but ongoing. Yep, exactly. The, the best analogy is, like, a Cosbox like a monthly subscription to us 
and we just decide whatever we want to our, our viewers and listeners. So it's more like on that. Fo- to it's come. like a faux paywall or something. Yeah, yeah. Yes. like we could guess that your podcast if you're like our highest tier. But like the like if you're just basic tier, maybe it's you get exclusive content. Well, like the Ian will versions. call you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ian will do your. Ian will do. I'll do your uh, voicemail. Yeah, he'll do any any statement or, up to 150 words. <laughs> or 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 uh, Matthew will uh, wrap your voicemail message. Oh yes. <laughs> okay. I would love to have it. Ian reading my recipes. This is how you make a spashcock chicken. <laughs> yes. But, uh, I I feel we'll send you audio books uh, <laughs> recorded by Ian. Yeah. Yeah. And also <laughs> pictures of Hamachi Doc. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, yeah. for pictures of Hamachi. Also, we get to use it to give away a bunch of. Well, now I guess the stickers are giveaway stickers, but like other things, we could sign things and give them out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so if you are interested in those things, supporting us, I think there's different levels that we'll probably do. Like if you don't have to pay, if you don't have any money to give us, that's okay. You can just follow our Patreon, and we'll send you pictures of Hamachi and and us by random, like every day. You don't know what you're getting. Hamachi picture of Ian. Hamachi? Picture of me. Ian's voice. Hamachi and Ian's voice. Oh, that, that'd be the winner. That'd be oh, no. the picture of Ian with Hamachi. <laughs> Ian narrating Hamachi. <laughs> Daily life. Please what were his, his thoughts? <laughs> nice. Okay, so be, Mother, on the, please. be on the look at that for that Patreon. Uh, next question comes from Vince Marie Cuisson. Is that how you say that? I'm sorry uh, about your name. Cuisson. Cuisson. I'm thinking, is that your last name? I don't name? think she's, she's not Croissant? French. Your choice in accents for different Croissant? scenarios are very questionable. Croissant. I'm sorry. Did you know, uh, who's the, the person for Leslie Nope? Who's that actress? Amy, uh, Amy, Amy Poehler. Poehler. Amy Poehler. She's horrible accents, and they made her do yes. accents. Yes. yes. And I'm, I would be in the same boat. <laughs> I am I am very bad at accents. But Still anyways, can't beat David uh, Diggs doing he's, he's a whole rap. <laughs> Remember David Diggs, his rap in a French accent? Oh, yeah. Just Lafayette. Oh, my gosh. Lafayette. Lafayette. What a man. So, okay. So this question from Vince Marie Cuisson. Do you think you can do a Kim's Convenience Store episode in the future? I think we were Canada. discussing this. Yeah, the, the universe Canada. is Canada. <laughs> the universe. Of oh Canada. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about. Yes, I I visited my girlfriend in Canada, so we can we can. I have some experience with the Canadians. Yes, you do. Mark does. Our like shout out to our fan. <laughs> shout out just to our fan. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's I don't know how, how your girlfriend funny. feels about being used as a name drop, but shout outs to Mark's girlfriend, who's Canadian, who is uh, leading our viewership in Canada right now. Thank yes. you for for supporting our fan club in Canada. We apparently have a contingency. I won't say how large it is, but it's a contingency yes. over there. So shout outs to our like random viewers in like Australia and France and <laughs> yeah, Peru, Philippines, <laughs> South America. Yep. If you are from a country that wasn't just mentioned, go ahead and like us on Instagram, follow us and post and where Let you're us from. Know. Yes. Yeah, where are you listening from? And if you are also using a VPN We'd also like your like. <laughs> if you're just pretending to be from one of those countries, that's okay. Yeah, just let us know that we're not speaking into the void. Yes. Yeah, please. Yeah. So, and if you don't have Instagram but you listen to us, keep on doing that. Keep on, keep on sharing. Find someone who has an Instagram and tell them to 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 follow us. To like us. To like us. So, all right, you know. So, Vince Marie Quizon, we are. You know, I think we've done Hamilton, which was our universe. 
So, you know, maybe down so, the it's line. It's still an alternate universe. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're dealing with one portrayed by the art. You know. <laughs> Especially if you're dealing with someone like Appa. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> so Kim's Convenience. Wait, who's, who is what? I have, I have not watched. I've only heard about it. I, oh, I love Kim's Convenience. I love it's it. Great. It's, it's great. It's a great show. <laughs> if you want to hear Ethan's commentary on re- editing our recordings of the podcast. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, he'd be like, he said, um, again and again and again. Sorry. I'm so how sorry. How many times that, do you guys have Ethan. to yell, tell me to edit stuff in the recording? Guys, there was a 40 second silence between asking the question and the first person answering. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, we, we just cut it. We just cut it. But again, like really, thanks to Ethan. If you don't know of him, follow him. He's a producer, musician, editor. Uh, he does Famine Fed edits also. And he really just makes our our podcast so much better. There's like a lot of little things with editing that most people would be like, ah, we'll leave that in. But he really takes the time to listen and cut things out and, and makes it easier for us. Yes. So, yeah. so shout out to Ethan. We got to bring him on for a future episode too. So yep. he, he did Avatar. I think we brought him in for Avatar because I asked him, you know, uh, what episode would you want? What universe would you go in? And he said Avatar. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's make it happen. And we did. Um, next question comes from a skewed source, but I'll go ahead and ask it. Who is the best host from X3 Kami Cam? All right. So who is the best host? Huh. Okay. All right. My Honestly, my vote is for Meg. Cause not just because she's my little sister. But she just... I Listening to some of her podcasts and, and doing it again, like, she just has a... A uh, wonderful charm and assertiveness and scariness sometimes, but uh, insightfulness like like and, a, like uh, a teacher should, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. So I shout outs to. to... <laughs> I think what Megan does really well on the times that she's hosted is like selecting people to answer. That way, the conversation flows more efficiently. Whereas, like when it's just kind of open and we all kind of just like look at each other uh, and squat gas, and we're just like. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Which, which has been my fault. It, it's uh, my, I'll say my background in like hosting is like small groups and retreats. If you ever been in a small group in a retreat, you just love awkward silence. Like you pose a question and you're like, all right, whoever wants to go introverts be ready. But it doesn't translate well to podcasts or no. recordings. Yeah. Plus shout outs to her hosting the Disney princess episodes where she's the, the introvert with a bunch of extroverts. So yeah. Nice. So it is funny. In the course, I noticed that she just stopped talking because I think she's awkward about. I think she's a little. Yeah, but she texted me her laptop shut down. All the compliments just shut down her laptop. It overloaded (laughs) it. It's okay. It it, it knows. It knows. the the psychology of its owner <laughs> i thought yeah. she just intentionally was feeling uncomfortable so she just like froze <laughs> yeah were, were you were you uncomfortable with all the compliments is that why wait do i lose all my audio if my no no you're good closed? you're good it's it's recording in the background okay. so, so mm. yeah you're fine you just won't hear anything we said the cloud ethan yeah cut it out but really don't cut it out <laughs> <laughs> all right so any other votes for best host Oh, I think no, Matt's I did the a thing. good host. I think Matt's a good, like a really, really good host. I, think I appreciated I... <laughs> the time that you. Wait, why are we laughing? I'm laughing because I'm very self-critical. So I'm just like, I think I was a terrible. <laughs> oh, same. Oh, same. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. How does that feel? <laughs> <laughs> 
But I do, I do like uh, Matt's hosting skills. Obviously, I like my brothers. He's the OG host. He's the one too. Uh, I think you all have have better voices, and I think you have cooler questions than I do half the time. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think what Rance also does really well is like tying it to kind of like big themes when it comes to like theology, but also like. It comes from also from like the literary like uh, background. Oh yeah, like yes. tying things to like literature, how things are like written and like how. Things... Don't forget his curveball, a uh, curveball question. The curveball question. <laughs> okay, yeah, question. I think Rance has the best uh, curveball question. <laughs> I've slowed down. I, sometimes I've I've noticed that my curveball curves too hard, and everyone is just like. What? We're gonna miss. <laughs> yeah, that's have to like readjust. You just got to try to have curveball questions. It's not even a curveball question. It's, it's not just a like a an extra like question. A, like super ready to do it. We're like, oh yeah, of course. Like, Dang it! <laughs> Aquia's really good at summarizing things and like making sure like the conversation connects. Yeah. Um. He doesn't let us think small. It's like a curveball, yeah. but then you yeah. miss and you let the batter run home. I like that one. <laughs> what do you insert? Aquia is the curveball. <laughs> Fun, fun. But yeah, no, I think... I am the curveball. <laughs> I think that's, uh, you know, everyone, when we shifted into like a committee uh, and everyone was hosting, I think it was nice to see everyone's strengths come out and, and do things differently. You know, whether it was Mark's kind of crazy humor randomly or like Ian's deep insights and, and you know, velvety voice. It was nice to kind of <laughs> switch things up. So I think we're going to keep keep doing that, changing it up and, and bring it out. So... Um, I, what the so going down to the next question is who is your dream guest to have for the podcast? Who would be the dream guest to have? Keanu Reeves, I think, is the first thing I've thought of for some reason. <laughs> that would be amazing. Hamachi, um, Hamachi would be Hamachi. Would be, we anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic. Yeah, we turn Hamachi into you. <laughs> yep. We just do it. We it's like up. We just get one of those collars and put it around him. <laughs> oh, I can tell you exactly what he's saying. Mom, get me some treats. Mom, I want treats. Blueberries, blueberries, blueberries. <laughs> who would who would also be other guests? Catching foxes. Catching oh, foxes. Yeah. I think that, that would be that would be chaotic energy. That would be the dream. Chris Pratt. I'd be Chris be Pratt. Yes. Catching foxes, we would definitely put have to put a mature title on it, and like, oh yeah, we would have to because <laughs> what's that... the TVMA? What's what's it for podcast? PDMA. <laughs> Who else? Uh, what else? Am I think I don't know if this cat, but Mark Wahlberg is Catholic, and I don't yeah. know. Just I, yeah. I don't know what fictional Stephen universe. Colbert, David Henry from Wizards of Waverly Place. That's oh. a good one, David Henry. I just discovered that he's a he met the Pope, and they asked Name him to pray. Kid for... after Francis. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, dude. And I think she was actually nice. having trouble conceiving, and that after that visit with the Pope, they had a child. Mm -hmm. So that's a good one. So good question, good question. All right, this one comes from uh, Emil T, and the question Spilling the is: tea? Spill the tea right here. Pick a saint, and how would you roll them as a D and D character? So I think this goes oh, towards uh, uh, Ian and Meg. Pick a saint, and how would saint you roll Francis them? Saint Francis would be a druid with animal yeah, handling for oh yeah, sure. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, let's see. I feel like Saint Therese would be a tabaxi. 
What? Some background to Tabaxi is a is a cat like creature. <laughs> it's an anthropomorphic well, cat. At least, at least the way that I play my Tabaxi, where like <laughs> it's just like super cute and like innocent, but a so, killer. Yeah, but killer. Saint, Saint George, Saint Joan, warrior, paladin. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ignatius would be a warrior too. Although he'd, yeah. he'd probably screw up his leg. <laughs> yeah. Without a leg. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Aquinas uh, would be a wizard. Oh, uh, yeah. Or a monk. Or a sun monk. soul sorcerer. <laughs> that you know, be... uh, that's my favorite stories of... Uh, actually, no, I was thinking someone else. Padre Pio. Padre Pio would probably be... Because uh, he carried the rosary as a weapon against the devil. That one, like, There's a story about that. Roll to hit with your rosary? Yes. <laughs> The enemy is entangled in the in the rosary. <laughs> so good question, good question. Are we? You know, uh, they did a collab, right? You, you, uh, Ian and Meg, you did a collab with Average Nerd, JP, the D and D. Maybe we yeah, did. We did, we did the first half of a quick D and D campaign. We're finishing that up later today, actually. So yeah, nice. Hey. Yeah, if you really want to like dive deep into like nerd culture, <laughs> like D and D is the nerdiest again, <laughs> <laughs> apparently. That would no be... one believes me. Like I'm just like, uh, yeah, I'm kind of nerdy. And they're like, no, you're not. And then they're like, what are you even into? And then it's just like, oh, you know, the dragons. And they're like, you are a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Dude. Yeah, no, when people ask, like, yeah, Meg has magic cards. She has comics. Honestly, she's nerdier than me. Like, that. there's hands down no competition there. She is. No, that's that, that's, that's surprising. That. That, that, that is not that's surprising a, that's for a my great life. Compliment there. Yes. Wow, or is thanks. that a compliment? Yeah. <laughs> like, is it a compliment? So, All right, guys. Thank you. Uh, for, I have to head out. But uh, quick, quick, quick question, Ian. Oh, quick yeah, question yeah. before you go, because and then we'll keep going. But what is your favorite go-to snack? Favorite go-to snack. Oh, oh, guys, chicharrones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, so much so that. Uh, one of my colleagues at work, when I first told them that we had a podcast, she's like, oh, what's it called? Chicharron Heaven? I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do keep a bag of Chicharron in my desk for, for Ian. If it's a sad yeah, day, yeah. throw him some pork rinds at him. Come over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good, good to know that. Um, thank you, guys. And hopefully we'll send you some Chicharrones. In a yeah. prize box or something, right? Some kind yeah, of we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah, about that in a second. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. Spoiler. Spoilers. Spoilers. All right. Spoilers. God bless everybody. I'll All see right. you around. Take care, Ian. Take care, Ian. So for the rest of the crew, what is your favorite snacks? This is from the Famine Fed, our sister podcast, led by Father Raj and Cece. And, you know, it, it actually phrases, what are the TU host snack go-tos for recording podcasts? What are your recommendation of snacks when listening to your podcast? Meg, you want Hot to go ahead? Cheetos and Trulies, man. Hot Cheetos, Hot and, Cheetos. Cheetos Ooh, and Trulies. Hot Cheetos with a lime. Hot Cheeto fries. Hot Cheeto oh, fries and Trulies. Ooh. <laughs> That's so good. Wait, quick One question. Day. Are you the type that uses chopsticks to eat hot cheese? Uh, yeah, I am. Okay, I, I am, am too. So I'm not trying to get kidding. all that red dust on my fingers. <laughs> and it just stains it. I just find chopsticks now I have fun. A, I have a dog now. You know, I have to be careful. I have to be a good mother. <laughs> yes. So good. Uh, dibs so good. are very good snack to watch Ooh, movies I too. I love dibs. Dibs, yes. yes. Dibs. Chocolate covered cookie dough. That was my favorite. Just cookie when dough. I go to the <laughs> cookie movie theaters. <laughs> um, mine is actually introduced by my mom. The popcorners. 
the kettle or the, the oh, cheddar, I white cheddar. Those, oh, those are so good. addictive. We don't so, even have any. Uh, but you can't. I, sometimes you can get Safeway. Sometimes you get at Target. Sometimes I don't they know. They randomly have sales. Like randomly, I'll go to Target and they're just like, buy five, for, get one, buy five free. Like it's just like what? <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. I feel like I have okay, a very so basic answer, but I really love me some salt and pepper kettle chips, like with the ridges. Yes. Like those mm. are so good to me. Solid. <laughs> Mm, I'm snapping because I. I, <laughs> I have not eaten lunch yet, so this is a this is a good. So, the reason why uh, I think this is a good transition is because we've been trying to get more active on social media, trying to get our viewers kind of more involved. We've been asking, you know, what's your next episode? So, and we've been doing some giveaways with some stickers. But be on the lookout; we are gonna be doing a giveaway box of snacks so everything we just listed if that made you hungry then go ahead and again best way like us subscribe us share us with your friends and family i don't and, know how we would you know, get we'll this up. now but you know what also i love snacking on green tea kit kats oh, oh man. So <laughs> daiso, daiso? Uh, we need some we need some viewers in japan <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like wait doesn't daiso have have it now city no, Daiso doesn't. They have like a, oh. they have a strawberry Kit Kat. They have the white chocolate Kit Kat. They have I think they have the the cookies and cream Kit Kat. Ooh, those are good. They don't have the green tea. Mm, so, any listeners that have friends, family, or you're in Japan themselves, Joey, Kayla. <laughs> Joey, Mary, Kayla. Um, can you send us some Kit Kats? Please? Well, Joey's or- in Australia right now, so Tim yeah. Tams, please. Oh, Australian listeners. Vegemite? <laughs> Vegemite? <laughs> I've never had Vegemite. Everyone talks about it. Like, what does it. it taste like? Uh, I had it once with at the Lorabelle, our Australian cousin. Uh, I don't remember it being very memorable. <laughs> wow. So, dude, we just lost all our Australian hey, listeners. Hey, Fab and Fed, if now. you're listening, here's an idea for a future episode. Australian food. <laughs> but also, it was when I was living with them and I was like taking care of my niece and nephew or one and two. So I don't remember how anything tastes because it was like either like, oh, get that out of your mouth. Stop pooping on the table. And then, you know, <laughs> I don't think I ever actually had a decent meal. <laughs> so many smells. Good to know. Shout outs. Shout outs. So, okay. Well, we have a time for a couple more questions. And this one is not user submitted, but I thought it would be good. Real quickly, who's our vote for who would survive the longest in a zombie apocalypse and who would survive the shortest? So let's go, Mark. What's your what's your pick? Who would survive the longest out of the core? Or even any of our guests. You can include some of our guests that have been on it. Or who would survive the shortest? Hmm. That's hard to choose, man. I think Ian would survive the longest just because... He- he, wait, sorry, Meg's face just, just squirmed. He's not here to defend his honor. Mark, go ahead, continue. What is he your explanation? He seems like he would. He, he he would just have like the like the, the the street smarts to be able to navigate the zombie apocalypse, and also not also the the kind of like calmness to like you know not really react too much when the okay. zombies come in and try to kill him. The least. Okay, so who would survive the shortest? I'm going to pass it to Meg as yes. as a rebu- rebuttal. So who would survive the shortest, Mark? Ian <laughs> would. So Mark's saying Ian's going to last the longest. Meg is like Ian's the shortest, and then if he if he can't outrun um, our high school students telling him their drama that he does not want to hear, I don't think he can outrun zombies. <laughs> but honestly, I think. 
I'll, I'll I'll stretch it out to our guests. I think JP Mapa would last the longest. I agree because he's been researching zombies since forever. He like, yeah. he goes on jogs with a zombie app, like zombies. Yeah. He's training. He's ready. <laughs> yeah, when the pandemic broke out, I'm pretty sure he was re- like, "Okay, guys, I'm ready. This is it." So, he yeah. exercises with a bow, and he also knows how to use a bow and arrow very well. <laughs> That's, wow. <laughs> yeah, we, we might need to redux the zombie episode and bring JP on for that one. I really so. think we should. I want to be on that one. I wasn't on the first one. I wasn't part of the crew yet. And, and then and to be- you became smart and added me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so my vote is, yeah, JP... Again, Mapa, the one who did the the heroes, it would be the last, the longest for what makes sense. And the Godfather of Hamilton, <laughs> and the Godfather of Hamilton. <laughs> but who survived the least would be the other JP. <laughs> Shout out to that guy. Uh, he's been on a couple of our podcasts. I think we mentioned Avatar, uh, Inception, Siri, and Inception. If but a statement he, made you uncomfortable, it was probably that JP. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I many mean, of his yeah. statements made it into the final cut. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a couple that we have if to If you cut. want the uncut but, version. Uh, <laughs> sign up for our Patreon if you want JP's comments. Yeah, we, there's a side project with uh, JP, Riyadzad, and Ethan Co. So be on the lookout for that one if it ever launches. This but, is uh, hella universal. Damn, damn. <laughs> but yeah, but all up to JP. Next of uh, Matt's class. <laughs> <laughs> all, all love to JP. He's been such a good friend, a family friend, and friend friend. But you, you would do something that would be like, "Hey guys, I, I'm gonna save us. I'm gonna go through this door, and there's gonna be there's gonna be supplies. I, I got you guys." And be like, "No, JP, it's clearly dangerous." <laughs> like, no, he also no, no. has the worst ba- or the best worst luck ever. Like, he can make a really dumb decision and come out okay, and no one else probably would. He calls it plot armor. he makes so many bad decisions <laughs> that he ends up okay. You're, you're right. Actually, the, the fine line between JP lasting the longest and the shortest is very, very thin. So he could end up outlasting us. All right. So other question. Unless, Matt, do you have, do you have one? Do you have a, a vote? I, I, I picked JP too, but... For the uh, survive the longest, I don't know who I would pick for survive the least. Because I also want to kind of pick myself because I don't have any outdoorsy <laughs> skills. Like, oh, no. All my, all my skills are very computer and technology based. <laughs> Throw that in a zombie <laughs> apocalypse and like, what do I do? I, I have skills that aren't really practical in this world. <laughs> so I don't oh, know. Oh, no. <laughs> but, I, I, I believe that I, for myself, not for you, but yeah. I mean, I'm as long the as there are boat. surviving computers, maybe I have something to contribute. But if there aren't, <laughs> we're done. Good we're done. Yeah, the electrical good. Pops out like, how do I Google how to survive a, a, a zombie apocalypse? If the, but at the... least if robots took over, you too would be more helpful. <laughs> Unless that's, that's true. What am I gonna do? Teach them morality? Like, have you watched yes, I Am Mother? Exactly. Like... You've listened to our show. We do that, right? <laughs> it depends. It depends on depends on the robot. Remember the artificial the intelligence episode? <laughs> yep. Could have some. Okay. Um, next question is which universe that we discussed and gone over so far is one that you would love to live in. Apparently not the robot one FMA. or the zombie one. Time travel. I would love to be a companion of the doctor. 
time travel so make it uh mark said fma yes so full metal I, I want to be able to um manipulate matter into whatever i want <laughs> i feel like i would this sounds all my answers sound really basic but like i feel like i would choose pokemon only because i've thought about this question a lot and i always think of like all these different like fantasy and like anime and whatever kind of sh- and then i think they're all very dangerous worlds to live in. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, well, Pokemon, okay, it's dangerous, but like, I feel like it's not, like, they let 10-year-olds go out on journeys and stuff like that, but I feel like when we discussed in the Pokemon episode that maybe the world is safer than we than they make it sound because they have, like, these things in place to make it so that children can go out in the world. Maybe that's, like, a world that is safer to go in on an adventure. <laughs> I mean, Pokemon's basically our world, but animals are a little bit smaller. I mean, and smarter. people think no one's going to survive in Australia because of all the crazy, deadly animals out there. But people live there, like, choosing okay. to, knowingly. Nope. <laughs> Both Pokemon battles you know, are very dope. Yes. But we talked about the ethics of uh, Pokemon battles. Is It's okay given the right circumstances. Right? We said that? It's a sport. Yeah. yeah. We. <laughs> we also like thinking about the the mortality rate of the people in the Pokemon world because Ash catch a mom, she she'd be looking young. And like it was like ten years and Ash was only still ten. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> they combined. Uh mine would be Avatar. But knowing my luck, I'd probably end up in that world, but not a bender. Like, I'd just be a normal person. <laughs> you could just be Ty You could just jab people in the oh, yeah, yeah. cheese box. Hey, yeah, I think you'd be the cabbage guy. <laughs> <laughs> my cabbage corp. <laughs> My cabbage. You know, there's a there's a like a theory that Ty Lee was actually an airbender, like or Ty Lee's kids. Wait, no, wait, no, no that her uh, her heritage would have been like air, like no airbenders. Yeah. Airbenders, right? That makes right. sense. Um, so you hosts must assemble an Avengers like crew. What is each of those persons? So I, I, you can pull from anyone on our guests, hosts, and you can do like three, three to four Avenger person crew. What is everyone's special power? And what is the universe that you are in and that you have to save? Or I can change it up to you are an Avenger. <laughs> Just you. I would either want to be like the Scarlet Witch with the power of probability or Spider Gwen because I love her. Can I just have the cool suit like Iron Man? I'd be happy with that. The, the rich philanthropist. <laughs> exactly. I see Mark being the rich philanthropist. For sure. what, what about you, Matt? I think. Wait, so wait, we're creating our own Avengers. Avengers team. Or you're the Avenger. I'm just trying to think who else has been our guest. We had like Cam. We had we JP, Sarah. We had Sarah. We had my Ethan. Amber Grace. Ooh, okay, okay. Uh, I want to put Ethan and JP and Cam <laughs> and JP Mapa, and I just want to put them all together as a Suicide Squad of people. With very, very strong personalities. And, uh, very, very interesting skill sets. But really, I just want to create a suicide squad of all of our wild cards. <laughs> and I will put them... Why don't we put them in that universe of surviving the zombie apocalypse? Because I feel like that would be the most interesting. Oh my gosh, that would be great. Oh my gosh, that would be hella funny. <laughs> I didn't put them all together because of any sort of chemistry thing. I just think they all have very strong personalities just on their own. And this is like interesting to watch. 
Plus, I think it's oh, really funny to watch Ethan and JP play off each other. So, if you want to see them all on a podcast, let us know in the comments. Dude, we should do that. We should just drop them into a podcast and tell them yeah, one of us is going to host. Don't give them the topic until the day of. Yeah, and tell them one of us is going to host, but then be like, oh, I got sick. All right, so you have to figure out who's the host. And then that's the first. And then we hit record, and it's them. Uh, what would I do? What would be the Avengers universe that i do? Um... I think I would put Father Raj in for that, just because he's. Uh, I think he would be a good leader, knowledgeable. He'd probably have mind control, kind of like a Professor X <laughs> type of deal. So he'd be, the, and then it's like a band of mutants. So it'd be like Avenger mutants, kind of. Um, he would have. I'd, I'd put Mark Mark P in that. What would um, I do? <laughs> <he'd> be, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You just keep them balanced. You know, you'd be the bad guy. Oh so, so Father Raj would be like this, like good guy, and then you're just this like crazy, eclectic maniac of a mutant that just any your power would be anything you think up of becomes real, but it's like a crazy chimera deformed version of it. Oh, so, don't. And you're, you're, <laughs> And you're trying to be a good guy. And that's what's so tragic because Father Raj loves tragic <laughs> heroes. So you're trying to be a good guy. Every time you think of like, I want to end, you know, world hunger, you just ended up ending the world. <laughs> just just ending it. So kind of like Scarlet Witch with End All Mutants. And then you'd just be you two trying to battle and, and try to save the world somehow. Can we have yes. that universe? But I fight against J.P. Braganza. <laughs> 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 So just two just chaotic. Just <laughs> yeah, but give all the powers so you gave no the Ron and then just anarchy. <laughs> just anarchy. How you say anarchy? Or, or JP's powers like anything he thinks of, it's the opposite happens. Yeah. So if you were to end world hunger and he would be like, all right, cool, I want to. No, he would be like, I want to end world hunger and that's just a bunch of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is great. This is great. All right, thanks. Thanks for the curveball. All right. Oh, uh, you know uh, some of the other other questions that Ethan posted was uh, who was the best? Who's the best singer? And prove it, Ian. Ian. Uh, Ian. <laughs> Dang, Ian left though. I wish he was here because we could actually just did that question. Tack it on. Second up would be Matt and Meg. Uh, Matt, you are because you're classically trained. Yes, <laughs> as in you went to <laughs> you traveled, and Meg has a good 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 voice also. And I then know. me and Mark are last. Yes. <laughs> no. You have to add JP in there. Remember the leaves from the vine? Oh, JP's up there. <laughs> leaves falling up. That's a good one. Uh, let's just go Ethan. over random questions. Wait, no, Ethan. Ethan, Ethan, yeah, Ethan is a... Ethan's like actual, like, follow uh, Echo Unheard uh, on Instagram. Yep. I'm, I'm now that it's on the recording, questions. Ethan's going to keep it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, another one was uh, who was every? What is everyone's Myers Briggs personalities? Oh, do I even remember? Yes. Mine? Oh wait, no, I do. I'm I I'm INF INF. No, I'm not the. Really I'm INFJ. So I'm I think INFJ. I am somewhere between an INFJ and INFP. It fluctuates yeah. depending on which test I take. Are we all like the same? <laughs> <laughs> Get along. We're, we're Ian, all Virgos and all in September and all I <laughs> Well, I'm born in November, so. Oh. Virgos. Virgos. JP too. Virgos. 
What's your Enneagram, though? What's your Enneagram, though? What temperament? Two, two wing, three. <laughs> two, three, um, two, three. I don't remember This is a that. famine fed one over this, and it's pretty controversial, so I don't know if we want to make a stance. Pineapple on pizza. Yes. 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 Uh, if I'm drunk enough. <laughs> Dang it. We're divided. I will put pineapple on anything, pretty much, actually. Yes. Pineapple on burger? Yes. Pizza? Yes. Pineapple on just some, like... Pork laying around. Yeah. <laughs> acidity. It's that acidity. Uh, pineapple in poke. Actually, I just discovered Ooh. and started doing pineapple it's salsa. Really pineapple I like mango, mango salsa in poke, but I don't know about if pineapple. if it's ripe. That's I've had tanginess. unripe mangoes. Mm. Oh, we'll send a poke in our snack box. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, <that's> so <laughs> <laughs> um, Rance, you want to prepare that? <laughs> yeah, we could do that. The snack box will come uh, with the uh, sushi show. Yeah. <laughs> That's the highest tier Patreon account. Is you get my dad as a sushi chef that shows up, but we'll cut the fish right uh, in front of you. Yeah, he will catch the fish that. right in front of you. He'll take you. Yeah, we're gonna throw a party at this place. Social distance. Can we? Can we? Can you shop off fish for them? You're like, yeah, let's do it. Um, we'll just put a. We'll do a, like a sushi deck on on in the back of the pilot. <laughs> Yeah, shout just open the trunk and dance there. Shout out to our Aguilas family who had a whole sushi sushi chef kind of thing going on at their last yeah, setup home party. <laughs> yep, that was a year ago before quarantine. It was good, good times. Um, let's see. Ethan asked some kind of crazy questions. Has anyone had a near death experience? Oh, so there was this one time JP was driving us to St. Catherine's and he was going like, sometimes, you know, you live and then sometimes, wait, um, let me backtrack. St. <laughs> is also on a very... Hold on, hold on. That's a horrible yes. place. Wait, okay. so start... And by the way, and by the so way, real quick... you're wondering how we got here. Yeah. And, and really quick, again, you you heard the word JP, so you're probably wondering which JP it is, but follow the rule of JP. If it's a crazy story, it's JPB. Yes. Just remember so, that. Continue, he, uh, So he's driving us to St. Catherine's, and the, the church is on this like big hill, and kind of a steep road going up to the actual church proper. And then JP's like, you know, sometimes you live and then sometimes you die and makes a hard left <laughs> toward the edge of the hill going up to the church. So wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. No one now don't please don't report JP. Please don't shame him for almost this was in high school. It's okay. He was a minor. <laughs> It was okay. I don't know. No, Mark, it's not okay. Don't cancel JP, everyone. Don't cancel him. Mark is okay. Everyone's okay. All right. Um, what else we got? Oh, this is funny. Who's most likely to spoil an ending? Mark. Yes. Mark. For sure. Hands down. If we're including guests. Mark will spoil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she just loves spilling tea. Yes. That's all. That's just most likely tea. to not know the ending because they didn't do all the watching and reading. JP <laughs> <laughs> most likely to be on a podcast having not watched the source material. Yes. <laughs> yes. A side tip for viewers: uh, inside, we actually did a good place recording. 
And then I asked JPA, hey, can you watch all of the, the episodes? And he's like, yeah, sure, I got it. And I, I'll be it. Everyone's busy and it was crazy. But he tried to talk like with only knowing two seasons. And I think you we, we talked about a spoiler <laughs> from like season three and he did not know about it. Like the guy's just like you. Or he asked questions. He's like, I wonder if this will ever happen. And we're just like, it does. It, it happens multiple times. It did. <laughs> yeah, in season three, after you watch it. But we scrapped that that recording, right? Yes. Yep, yep. Uh, Patreon, you can watch the... <laughs> You can follow the the archives. There's a couple of Our archival. Our first try at, at uh, uh, filming or uh, recording a podcast in quarantine. Online. Yes, yeah, it was it was kind of rough. Uh, we did a Monsters Inc. online one, which wasn't that bad. But I still we kind of forgot about the movie. Is salvageable? <laughs> I don't know. That's just my opinion. I think we stopped talking about Monsters Inc. like ten minutes in and just started talking about monsters, yeah. monsters in general. <laughs> we'll try again in October around Halloween. Yes. I think we'll end with that. Thank you all to our viewers, listeners, however you follow us. We appreciate some of your questions. We appreciate, again, your fandom. Thanks for, for listening to us and, you know, trusting your hour to your ears to our voices. And uh, we're excited for what we have next up. We, we got some good things coming on, but a lot of it will be reliant on you guys. So please click, and like, dogs. subscribe, and share. Dogs. And talk, share, share with your friends and family. Follow us on social media. I think we're rebooting the Twitter. We have some uh, social media interns, the truly uh, babies, the truly babies, uh, is what we're calling them. Our goal is to get sponsored by Truly Seltzer, Hard Seltzer. <laughs> I think that's going to be a long-standing. If you division. win our box and you're over twenty-one, a Truly is getting in there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> can you? You can send alcohol. Can you send alcohol? I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll hand deliver it. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but again, we've really enjoyed our time talking about these crazy universes. I think next up, the voters, you guys voted Harry Potter as the winner. So be on the lookout for Harry Potter being our next episode. If you are a Harry Potter fan and you want to be on this podcast, the application process is not stringent at all. It's a low threshold. Just message us and we could we'll put you in dm us your your name your favorite harry potter book yep and character and and why i mean you're only competing with keanu reeves it's i mean yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) well we can hold off keanu reeves for a really good harry potter fan (laughs) all right but thank you again this is rents signing off and please enjoy uh the rest of our guest signs off that was, Actually, that, was a, <laughs> that was horrible. Oh my god. Bye, Rens. This is Rens. Alright, this is Rens. I'm Meg. I'm Mark. And this is truly universal. Truly Universal is a production of Urban Picks, All Things to All. Theme song by Demi Guevara. Audio production by Ethan Co. And outro song by Chris Kabilis. You can find all of our content on our website, www.urbanpicks.com slash trulyuniversal. Please like and subscribe to us on wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to contact us, send us an email at trulyuniversal at urbanpicks.com. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.